0: You're listening to Mount Carmel Baptist Church's weekly Sunday worship service message at 11 a.m. Mount Carmel is located in Demarest, Georgia. To learn more, visit mtcarmeldemarest.com or facebook.com forward slash mtcarmeldemarest. Thanks for listening.
1: What love. Thank you, church. You may be seated. all take a deep breath. You know, I feel like we've been been like stuck in ice boxes or something because of this COVID, you know, we're all just stuffed and quarantined at home. So we need to take a lot of breaths. (laughs) Um, This morning before I preach, I I, uh, want to give you a music video by a guy by the name of Jordan Felice. Um, He he titles the song, the title of my message this morning. Uh, I guess I should say I took the title from his song, so... (laughs) Uh, but it's, I've been changed, I've been saved, and I'm going to be hearing about Zacchaeus this morning, and if you're a child in here, we've got some really cool children's bulletins with um, Zacchaeus on it, so you might want to come up here to these tables and grab one. There's crowns and all kinds of stuff if you want to you know, get involved with that, so...
0: Let me tell you, oh, my friends, about this joy I'm living in. Let me take the mic. I go book when to turn the page. Let me take the mic.
1: And by the end of the video, you see um, hundreds, right? We get a, um, that, that we see a spiritual awakening. We see like a revival. And uh, that's what we need. But it starts with you. It starts with one. All right. If you'll open up with me to Luke chapter 19, verse 1. I'm going to look at a guy who had an experience just like the one in the video. I hope we can open up like that under COVID and we can all start dancing a little bit. (laughs) Locked up for too long. All right. If you'll um, look at verse one there and follow along with me, I'll be reading from the CSB. It says Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he's gone to be with the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. If I cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Take some time just to imagine with me for for a second here. What you would do if you knew Jesus. I mean the bodily resurrected Jesus. Jesus in the flesh was coming to a town near you. Let's just say I told you that Jesus was going to come to town and that he was going to pass through Clarksville one Sunday from today. What would you do if I told you the exact location Jesus would be at and the exact time that he would be passing through? What if I told you that Jesus would be here at 1 p.m. next Sunday, standing at the corner of the Eagles parking lot and Highway 365? Would you go to that area? Would you mark out your spot? I'm sure at bare minimum, you'd go and scout out the territory so you could become familiar with the landscape. Luke 19.1 says, Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. In other words, Jesus is coming to town. At the same time, however, you'd probably have some doubts that begin to creep in the back of your mind. You might begin to think, oh, there'll be people coming from miles away. I'm not, I'll am not. never even get a glimpse of Jesus. You know, even that spot I scouted out, I know someone's going to beat me there. They'll, they'll already be there. And the worst out of all... I'm, I'm dying to see Jesus, but why in the world would he want to see me? See, you've got to understand, Zacchaeus already had three strikes against him. Number, verse 2 says, a man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. This verse tells us three things. Number one, Zacchaeus worked for the government. Number two, this meant Zacchaeus took your money. And number three, Zacchaeus was rich because he took your money. So even though Zacchaeus is rolling in the dough and everything seems to be going his way, verse three says he wanted to see who Jesus was. Why is that? I'll tell you why that is. It's because you can have it all and at the same time have nothing at all. Y'all remember the rich and famous... You know, rock band Rolling Stones and they sang their hit song I Can't Get No Satisfaction that's what Zacchaeus felt like he felt like the stones like Jagger he said to himself the things of this world aren't satisfying me let me go see what this Jesus guy is all about verse 3 continues in the verse 4 but because he was short he could not see over the crowd so he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him Since Jesus was coming this way. Now, remember here that Jesus is God, not just a human. And when I think about getting out in front of God, I don't think that's remotely possible. That's because we're talking, we always talk about how God goes before us, right? And he does. I mean, and Jesus is no longer physically walking this earth. So we can't get in front of him like Zacchaeus did. Or can we? If you think about what Zacchaeus really did here, all he did was position himself in a place where he could experience Jesus. More importantly, though, Zacchaeus was setting himself up to have an experience with Jesus by getting himself in the right posture. So I want you to understand that this morning. There's a difference between position and posture. And before I tell you that difference, it might help if I tell you that Jesus compared God, the Holy Spirit, to wind in John chapter 3. When he told Nicodemus, the wind blows wherever it pleases, you hear its sound, but you cannot tell where where it comes from or where it's going. This Holy Spirit of God, which is in Jesus, moves whenever, wherever, however he wants, whenever he's ready to go and move. Like a sailboat, all we can do is just position ourselves to try and catch the wind so eventually we'll be able to catch a wave. Some of you like water sports. We have to position ourselves with our sails up so that when the wind does blow, we'll be in step with the Spirit. But when we position ourselves, we also need to make sure that we're in the right posture. If the wind blows much harder than we thought it would, our boat may be moving in the right direction, but because we didn't assume the right posture, we may be literally left up the creek Without a paddle. I'm sure some of you guys have experienced that. Can't get back to land. (laughs) Yeah, I believe that there are times in our lives where we wait and we wait and we wait for God, only to have Him finally show up and knock us out of the boat, all because we weren't in the right posture. If you've ever seen the classic version of the Karate Kid movie, not the new one, you'll remember the central character, Danielson. Y'all remember Danielson? There's a two-minute scene where Danielson's training in his karate, posturing himself on a rowboat in perfect balance by standing at the canoe's bow and practicing his karate stances over and over again. When all of a sudden his mentor, Mr. Miyagi, begins rocking the boat back and forth, back and forth, Danielson was practicing his moves because he thought Mr. Miyagi wanted him to learn balance. But at that exact point, Mr. Miyagi said, I want you to stay dry. (laughs) When Mr. Miyagi yelled at Danielson to stay dry, that was the time that Daniel needed to assume a different posture. He needed to stop practicing his karate moves, his positions at the bow of the boat, and start stepping toward the bottom of the boat so he wouldn't fall in the water. (laughs) Of course, you know what happened next and how Mr. Miyagi got a good kick out of it all. So I give you this rather lengthy illustration to say that sometimes I think that God acts like Mr. Miyagi in our lives. God can come at us in a way that we don't expect. He surprises us sometimes. He knocks us out of the boat. He teaches us a lesson that we weren't preparing for, all because we weren't in the right posture. Remember, it's not that Danielson wasn't in position. Danielson wasn't in the right posture. You can be in the right place, but in the wrong way. Verse 3 says Zacchaeus wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. I can see Zacchaeus now. Can you just... Up on his tippy toes, both hands on other people's shoulder, trying to propel himself to get enough, to get up enough to get a glimpse of Jesus. He was in a good posture, but now he's in the wrong position. (laughs) Zacchaeus' heart was right, but now he's in the wrong place. Remember, it's position and posture that matters. I think some some of you in here this morning are just like old Zacchaeus. You're having a hard time seeing Jesus over the coronavirus, over the Black Lives Matter global movement network, over the utter lawlessness happening in our major cities. You've allowed these things to crowd you out from rising above them and seeing Jesus. Maybe you tried for a time to see Jesus, but after a while you just gave up. Maybe you got on your tippy toes and tried to propel yourself over the crowd, but when you couldn't see anything, you just gave up. You couldn't see Jesus through the circumstances of your life, and you began to let fear overcome your faith. But in all that fear, you happen to forget just one little thing. Verse 4 says that Jesus was coming Zacchaeus' way. See, you might have given up on Jesus, but Jesus has not given up on you. Like Pastor Josh said a couple weeks ago, standing in the same spot. We don't seek God, but God seeks us. Jesus is still coming this way. Are you ready? Will you reposition yourself? Will you reposture yourself? Will you prepare yourselves, so to speak, so that you can catch the wind and ride the wave when Jesus comes passing through? When Jesus comes to town. I'm not talking about when Santa Claus comes to town. I'm talking about when Jesus comes to town. Will you be ready to catch him and ride him by his coattails? Remember the woman in Luke 8 who suffered from a bleeding condition and could not be healed by anyone, but she had enough faith to position herself behind Jesus so she could just touch the hem of his garment? Jesus instantly turned around and asked his disciples, Who touched me? And remember what Peter said. Oh, brilliant Peter. (laughs) Master, the crowd surrounds you. They're pressing in on you. Let me translate that for you. Master, everyone is touching you. (laughs) Yet Jesus knew this lady's touch was not a normal touch. Because this lady touched him with her faith. And he felt the power. Leave him. And he told her that she was healed. Can you imagine? Just put yourself in this lady's shoes for a second. What she had to do to make her way through the crowd. To get herself lined and positioned up behind Jesus. And then to reach out and touch him. I'm sure she was pushing and shoving her way all the way to Jesus before leaping and maybe even falling to the ground for reaching out in desperation to grab whatever part of Jesus she could get her hands on. Uh-oh, my mic's falling off. If she had a mic, I'm sure it came off. I believe she had that much faith. She believed that if she could just do everything she could. She just knew that she could touch him and be healed. That's how Zacchaeus was. He was the same way. He had enough faith knowing if he could only reposition himself, he could see Jesus. Both Zacchaeus and and this lady here have something in common. They were going to do whatever it took for them to be able to see Jesus. And Zacchaeus didn't make excuses. He didn't say, I'm too short. That's, that's position. See, it's more than position. It's also posture. Is that your posture in these difficult and uncertain times? Are you doing whatever it takes to see Jesus? Are you carving out time with the Father? Are you giving? Are you praying? Are you fasting? Jesus talked about these things in the Sermon on the Mount. And and when he talked about it, he never never once said, like, if you give... If you pray, if you fast. Jesus always said, when you give, when you pray, when you fast. Like he expects you to open up this word and to seek him. He expects you to skip a meal to seek out an answer you need from him. He expects you to give to others so that you can find out what it means to truly receive. He expects you to come after him. I believe it was an African American preacher who who said we're all crooked sticks in need of straightening out and I would add to that if it takes a coronavirus for God to straighten us out so be it Reggie McNeil can see Jesus over the crowd he's a pastor actually in the state of Georgia Pastor McNeil said during the current pandemic it's been heartening to see many Jesus followers being the church figuring out ways to respond to the needs of their neighbors, those in need in their communities, not just the people who share their street address. As more and more attention becomes focused on physical regathering, it's important not to diminish these efforts. Remember, in a hurry to get to church, the priest and Levite in the parable passed by the opportunity to act as God's people in the situation. Now, I read that one morning before making my normal route to church. And I was driving in, and I came around a curve with Reggie's words fresh on my mind. And it was in that curve that I had a split second to react. I saw a broken down truck sitting halfway in my driving lane with a man trying but unable to push the truck out of the road. Quickly looking in my rearview mirror and noticing that no one was behind me, I stopped my car. Now, it's halfway in the opposite lane. I rode down my window and yelled at the man asking him if he needed any help. The man said he did, so I pulled my car over into the grass and I started walking toward the man. And I approached him and I told him how, y'all seen these little pool shoes I have? I had these, like, lightweight shoes on. And I said, I'll give you everything I got, you know, as far as the push goes. And it was then and there that I looked down and I noticed he was wearing sandals. (laughs) Oh boy. But you know what? Between the two of us, we pushed that truck out of the road. And I was on my way. See, do you you see how God is changing me through this pandemic? Do you see how He's straightening me out? (laughs) Do you see how I'm able to see Jesus above the crowd? Normally, I would have passed the man by. But I had to stop. Why? Because I know that Jesus, even if he was wearing just sandals, he he would not have passed me by. He would have stopped and helped me out if I was stuck on the road. What's your position? What's your posture? Have you fallen out of the boat and you just feel like you're drowning? Or are you climbing trees to push and pushing others out of the way just so you can see Jesus? Have you given up or have you given out? See, Zacchaeus saw Jesus when he repositioned himself. But more importantly, Jesus saw Zacchaeus. When Jesus looks your way, will you be ready? Look at verse 8 again and notice Zacchaeus' posture. Position, he's up in the tree. It wasn't enough to stand up on his tippy toes. He couldn't see Jesus on the ground like that, even though he was trying. His position's good now, but look at his posture. Verse 8 But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I had cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. And that's, that's the posture that Jesus is looking for. The posture Jesus is looking for begins and ends with your heart, don't it? So let me ask you, and it's difficult. Right? It's difficult. It's tough. Let me ask you, though, in these COVID times, is your attitude cynical or is it celebratory? Where's your posture? Are you spinning out of control or are you noticing that God is in control? Are you attempting to do ministry in and outside of the church in the same old way? Or do you hear God saying, I'm doing a new thing. Get out of the way. This is a new thing. You can see here that Zacchaeus truly repented of his sin because he decided right then and there to change his ways. Like Paul's encounter of Jesus on the Damascus road, Zacchaeus' encounter of Jesus left him a different man. Zacchaeus said he would do whatever it took to make things right with his fellow man. Because Zacchaeus knew this is what Jesus the Lord wanted. This reposturing of Zacchaeus' heart caused Jesus to say, Today, salvation has come to this house. Indeed, right? Jesus is salvation. That day, Jesus came walking through Zacchaeus' door. More importantly, though, Jesus, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, he came walking through the door of Zacchaeus' heart. Like Nicodemus, Zacchaeus was now a new man. He was lost, but now he's found. He was dead, but now he's alive. He'd been changed, right? He'd been saved. But it all started with a response. I hope you saw that in this passage. It all started with a response. In verse 5, when Jesus asked Zacchaeus to come down immediately, verse 6 says that Zacchaeus came down at once. You know what else happened immediately in this passage here? Verse 7 says, all the people saw this and began to mutter. He's gone to be the guest of a sinner. That happens all the time, doesn't it? Someone comes to Jesus and you know what people immediately begin to do? They immediately begin to mutter. Who does he or she think she is? I've known him since he was a child. He has changed. She must think she's God's gift to this green earth. Can you hear the grumble? But you know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the crowd says. It doesn't even matter what the crowd thinks. And Jesus knew their thoughts. He's all knowing. All that matters is what Jesus says and thinks. The crowds didn't get to spend the day with Jesus. But old Zacchaeus did. <laughs> Would he come to your house? What's your response today? Will you ignore the crowds and, and do whatever it takes to get to see Jesus? You have a choice, and, and I hope you won't harden your heart, but you don't have to wait till next week for Jesus to come to Engels. He's here right now. God's Word says today can be the day of your salvation. Let Jesus in. Let Him do the heart work that only He can do. And I promise you, His Spirit will begin a work in you that will never end. This time I'll ask Stacey to come up. And um, we're gonna, she's going to lead us in a hymn of meditation or reflection. And today will be probably a little different. I'm going to talk while she plays. And you can go ahead and bow your head and enter into a a time of reflection. And you can tune me out. or You can tune me in, zone me out either way. This is you and your time with God. But I do want to speak to both believer and unbeliever today. And I want to start with that person who says... I don't know who Jesus is, but I'd like to find out. I'm where Zacchaeus was. I, I need some help. Never met never met the guy, may never even heard of the guy. You say, I've I've wronged a lot of people in my life. I'm starting to realize I've wronged God I've wronged Jesus if that's you I want to let you know you don't have to worry anymore Jesus came to die on a cross for your sins against him and against others and all he wants you to do is be like old Zacchaeus Turn from your sins and turn to Him. Call Him for who He is. He's the Lord. Just tell Him right now, Jesus, You're Lord. I want You to be Lord of my life. I'm sorry for all my sins. Thank You for dying on the cross for my sins. I want to live for You from this day forward. Thank You for coming to Demers, Georgia today. If you're a believer and you say, My attitude hasn't been good, I'm struggling, mainly because I'm not getting with Jesus. I want you to know that's okay too. He's still in the same spot. He's still standing with his arms wide open, just waiting for you to come and pour out all your worries and concerns. He hasn't left you, he's there for you. He's listening to you when you come. You can tell him if you feel that you've wronged anyone or wronged him. But you know you're already forgiven. You know how much he loves you. That's already been taken care of. Let him do his work. brother rick is going to come up and lead us in a hymn i have decided to follow jesus Let me leave these doors today let's start a movement like the one we saw in that music video oh thank you brother aaron how you you've uh, touched my heart the holy spirit is most definitely in this place you've done a wonderful job helping me see position and posture brother and I thank you for that, and I thank all of us here and those listening also could feel the moving of the Holy Spirit. And He's most definitely spoke to my heart and showed me things that I need to do and change and, and to be in the right position to see him. And it's only through reading of his word that his Holy Spirit can teach us and bring to our remembrance those commands and those things that Jesus teaches and tells us. So let me encourage you this week to dig in deep. Amen. Let's, uh, let's stand together, church.
0: Thanks for listening to Mount Carmel Baptist Church's weekly Sunday worship service message. Mount Carmel is located in Demarest, Georgia. Please join us this Sunday at 11 a.m. To plan your visit, go to mtcarmeldemarest.com.